Welcome into Monday edition of Montana at Noon. Let's get things going by a look at our weather command forecast. For the rest of today, it's going to be breezy, mostly cloudy, a 20% chance of snow late in the morning, highs 35 to 40 degrees, northwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tonight, colder, mostly clear, lows 15 to 20 degrees, west winds 10 to 20 miles per hour. Tuesday, breezy, sunny in the morning, then becoming partly cloudy, highs 35 to 40 degrees, southwest winds 10 to 15 miles per hour, increasing to 15 to 25 miles per hour in the afternoon. Tuesday night, windy, mostly cloudy, a 20% chance of rain and snow after midnight, lows 25 to 30 degrees, West winds 20 to 30 miles per hour with gusts to around 45 miles per hour. As we approach the middle of the week, Wednesday, windy, partly cloudy in the morning, then clearing, highs 35 to 40 degrees, west winds 20 to 30 miles per hour. Wednesday night colder, mostly clear, lows 15 to 20 degrees. Thursday, partly cloudy, highs 30 to 35 degrees. Thursday night and Friday, colder, mostly cloudy, Lows 10 to 15 degrees, highs 20 to 25 degrees. And as we get to the weekend, Friday through Sunday, mostly cloudy. Lows 5 to 10 degrees, highs 20 to 30 degrees. Now a look at local stories for today. The Haverford School Board has called a special board meeting for Monday night at 6.30. There's only two agenda items for the meeting tonight. A notification from the interim superintendent and consideration of methods to conduct a superintendent search. The meeting will be available virtually on Zoom. Head to HighlineToday.com for the link. The next school board meeting is scheduled for January 26th at 6 p.m. Montana State's Fund Growing is Safe for Montana program has awarded 15 scholarships of $4,000 each to students in the Occupational Safety and Health, Industrial Hygiene, and Trades and Industry programs throughout the state. Included among the scholarship winners was Braylon DeMars, an MSU Northern student studying welding technology. A virtual scholarship awards ceremony was held last Thursday to celebrate the students and their accomplishments. Since 2017, MSF has awarded over $160,000 in scholarship funds for students across the state. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Farm Service Agency has announced that the sign-up for Quality Loss Adjustments program is now open. Funded by the Further Consolidated Appropriations Act of 2020, this new program provides assistance to producers who suffered eligible crop quality losses due to natural disasters occurring in 2018 and 2019. The deadline to apply for QLA is Friday, March 5, 2021. Eligible crops include those for which federal crop insurance or non-insured crop disaster assistance program coverage is available, except for grazed crops and value loss crops such as honey, maple sap, aquaculture, floriculture, mushrooms, ginseng root, ornamentary nursery, Christmas trees, and turf grass sod. When applying, producers are asked to provide verifiable documentation to support claims of quality loss or nutrient loss in the case of forage crops. For crops that have been sold, grading must have been completed within 30 days of harvest, and for forage crops, a laboratory analysis must have been completed within 30 days of harvest. For more information, visit the USDA's website. Haverman has been arraigned in Hill County District Court after being charged with the felonies of sexual abuse of children and sexual assault of a person under the age of 16. Timothy Healy, 19, 
pled not guilty earlier this month before Judge Katie Snipes Ruiz. Court documents allege that Haver police responded to a call of a potential sexual assault on November 27, 2020. Court documents claim that in the weeks preceding this call, Healy made an 11-year-old female touch his penis and also made a gesture to her that depicted oral sex. No future court dates have been set. Moving on to a look at state news. Environmental groups are asking planning officials in the southern Montana community to take a closer look at a planned luxury camping or glamping resort. The groups want Gallatin County to decide if the Riverbend Glamping Resort along the Gallatin River should be considered a subdivision that would require it to meet more stringent regulations. Resort backer Jeff File told the AP the environmental group's petition to the county is unfounded. The resort would include campsites with Airstream trailers, Constago wagons, and tiny homes for the rent. The sites will have water, electricity, and natural gas service. Red Sheep Mountain has begun its official return to the Flathead Indian Reservation after Interior Secretary David Bernhardt on Friday signed papers transferring the National Bison Range to the Confederated Salish and Kootenai Tribes. Tribal Chairwoman Shelley Fayette says the transfer returned care of the bison to the people who have made it a mainstay of their culture. The transfer was included in a spending bill signed by President Donald Trump on December 27th of 2020. Tribal spokesman Robert McDonald says the public will see little change on the 18,800-acre on the wildlife refuge covering Red Sheep Mountain, south of Pablo. Montana wildlife officials have transplanted 49 bighorn sheep to the Little Belt Mountains in an effort to create a new herd. The sheep were captured near Winfield on December 16th and released in the Little Belts the next day. The Montana Wildlife Sheep Foundation proposed the transfer because of the available habitat in the Little Belts and the fact that bighorn sheep had historically lived in the area. The goal is for the herd to grow large enough to offer limited hunting opportunities. The project cost $150,000, including $110,000 for radio callers. The Montana Wildlife Sheep Foundation paid for the callers to monitor the sheep. The family of a Montana man who died by suicide in jail on his third try in 2015 has received a $156,000 settlement from Yellowstone County. The AP reported Thursday that Michael Otsby had submitted six requests for mental health care during the nearly two months that he spent jailed, but saw a counselor just once before his death. According to documents filed by plaintiffs, Otsby did not receive an appointment with the jail's contracted psychiatrist. Melissa Williams is the chief civil litigation attorney for Yellowstone County and says the county admitted no wrongdoing in the settlement. Moving on to ag news now, do want to let you know that there is no wheat prices for today since today is a federal holiday and Martin Luther King Jr. Day. Now, on to funeral announcements for today. We do have one funeral announcement to let you know about. Roy Small, 78, passed away on Saturday, January 16th at Peace Hospice in Great Falls, surrounded by his family. Funeral service will be at 10 a.m. on Tuesday, January 19th at the Stonechild College Votech Center. Burial will follow in the small family cemetery. As that does it for your Monday edition of Montana at Noon. Remember, seven days a week, we are your source of information around the Highline. KPQX, KOJM, and HighlineToday.com. And since today is Martin Luther King Jr. Day, just want to give you a quick quote 
The time is always right to do what is right. For New Media Broadcasters, I'm Chris Reyes.